Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Awesome. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 5 to 10. First Samuel 9, 5 to 10. And when they were come to the land of Zuth, Saul said to his servant, that was with him. Come and let us return, lest my father leave caring for the asses and take thought of us. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man, and all that he saith surely come to pass. Now let us go thither, Adventure, he can show us our way that we should go. Praise the Lord. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. That will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Two more verses. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called what? A seer. Then says Saul to his servant, Well said, well said, well said. Come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. Praise the Lord. We're talking about keys to the anointing. And we have already considered a few keys. This is part five, keys to the anointing. Part five. First key we considered to the anointing because we are using the case study of Saul. The first king of Israel was a deep pursuit after the Holy Spirit. Second key we considered was loyalty to the father's business. His father sent him to run errands for him, go look for his missing asses. And in the process of doing that, he was anointed. The third key we learned was humility, the fact that he was able to humble himself to listen and to flow and to go by the things that the servant brought on board. It's a sign of humility. Number four, we learned that constant reliance on the directions of the Holy Spirit is a key. Constant reliance. On the directions of the Holy Spirit or from the Holy Spirit. It's key number four. Key number five is what? Separation. Is what? Separation. All right. So basically the weekend we spent some time talking about key number six. The revelation 
of prophet offering. So here you see clearly that it was they taking the prophet offering with them that gave them access to where prophet Samuel was and Saul got anointed. In this service, the key we want to consider, the first key we want to consider, if we have time, we'll consider more, is the spirit of counsel. The spirit of what? That's the key to the anointing we want to consider. Please have your seat. Leading to the anointing of Saul, you can see very clearly that these keys that I've mentioned, important to him being anointed. One of the keys that one is likely to miss in all of these other keys is the very important key of counsel. Everybody please say counsel. In our generation, when they have used the word direction or counsel, it has meant totally different things from sometimes where, what they ought to mean. But in sharing with us the last time about direction or constant reliance on the direction from the Holy Spirit, the point that I needed to make very clear to you was the fact that direction from the Holy Spirit is what, first and foremost, is what you receive directly based on your relationship with the Holy Spirit, possibly in your devotion, in your communion with the Holy Spirit. And the believer has a capacity to walk in that realm. Consider Romans chapter 8 verse 14. You find out that every child of God has a capacity. Let's read together one go. For as many as are led by what? The spirit of God. They are what? The sons of God. So there is a possibility for you to be led constantly by the Holy Spirit himself. That is, there is no mediator. It's you and God. But... Because of the issues of Christian maturity, or maturity in our work with God, we seem to sometimes um, miss it, or we seem not to be able to appropriate all that there is in this kind of relationship with the Holy Spirit, in Him directing us um, constantly by ourselves. So, God has also put up another channel or a platform where he can direct you and I through some men, some women, some, you know, human beings, let me say, who possibly may have used the road we are using right now before and uh, our destination is actually their history. So, counsel is very important if you are going to be anointed. Why do we say so in this scripture? What you and I need to understand is that anybody who does not respect counsel is going to be limited in the flow of the anointing. Because one of the spirits or one of the things that the foundations that 
someone can build into the anointed proper anointing is counsel. Scripture we read is very clear that when Saul thought that the best point or the best decision to make was to return back home because his dad was going to leave caring for the animals and would start caring or worrying about them. The servant he was with decided to give him a counsel. Say counsel. Please say counsel. Praise the Lord. So the counsel of the servant was in contradiction to what he wanted to do. He wanted to go home. The servant said, let's go for it. And uh, he said, okay. And he started raising excuses. I don't have money. Servant said, I have money. One of the reasons why people don't get anointed is because they get logical. They get what? Logical about what they have or what they don't have. Sometimes, logicalizing what you have is one of the reasons why you will not enter into the anointing. Other times, logicalizing what you don't have is going to be a limitation to you entering the anointing. So sometimes you have money so much that you don't see the need to be depending on the Holy Spirit and building your relationship. That is what you have is depriving you of going higher in the spirit. Sometimes it's your job. Sometimes it's marriage. Sometimes it's children. Are we together? Other times what you don't have can deprive you like it almost did to Saul. I don't have money. I don't have a job. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. I don't have a position in the church. I think that one is very powerful. I'm not a deacon in the church. It's not my job. The people to do are there. What you don't have or what you have not been given can be the reason why you may never enter into the anointed. So Saul said, I don't have this. Excuses, excuses. I, I, I'm busy to pray. I'm busy to do this. I can't do that. The, the, this is not for people like myself. Blah, blah, blah. These are excuses. I don't have money. The servant said, I've got money. Let's go. So he listened to the counsel of the servant. And when he listened, they went into the city. And as they entered into the city, the rest is what we have been reading about. He got anointed. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? God is about to anoint you. In another level. Say, I'm about to go to the next level. Praise the Lord. So, when you are about to go to the next level in anointing, one of the things God will put at your disposal is a man or some men who will give you counsel. And that counsel can make you enter into the realm where the anointing will come upon you like the servant of Saul did. Anybody who abhors counsel will abhor anointing. You think you know it or no. You see, counseling does not even come to make you feel. You think that your best course of action is the best. Or your course of action is the best course. 
then counsel will come and say that if you looked at it this other way, it may be more beneficial than you are looking at it. And I have seen that the reason why some people stutter in their growth of the anointing is this babyish kind of mindset that I have heard God. Like, I, my father said I should go and look for the asses. That's the voice of my father. I didn't find the asses. So I'm going back. I've heard God. But sometimes the Lord will tell you to go to the ant and learn of his ways. Bible says purposes are established through counsel. And you see, marriage is, is grace. Marriage is an anointing. It takes grace to my in the kingdom without grace, there are some things you can't do. In fact, with Paul said, I am who I am because of the grace of God. I said, without the grace of God, you are nothing. You can be nothing. Are we are we there? And uh, when we are talking about the anointing, we are also making reference to the grace of God that empowers us to do the things that we can do or Christ has given us opportunity to do. So, you see that people are getting ready to marry, but in their mind, we won't even go through counseling in the church. Because in their mind, it's like, what are you going to teach me at the premarital counseling session that I don't know? I remember in one of the, in our, in our church, we do the counseling by classes. So in one of the, those years, in one of those classes, um, co-pastor was teaching and then he had taught many things and then he came to the issue of sex. And they were talking about different things in sex. One of the brothers lifted his hand and said, Mommy, go to the next topic. Because all of us sitting here, we are PhD in sex. What we are telling us is just shallow. We know the intotals that you don't know. Yeah, that's just the area of sex. But in many other areas, people think that it's my fiancé for seven years. I know my fiancé, you are not the one going to teach me how to marry him. You see what you are missing? There is something called the spirit of counsel. Say it, let me hear. <laughs> counsel is not advice. Counsel is a spirit. It's a channel for the dispensing of grace. So anybody, that's why he said that. And he shall have the spirit of counsel. And his name shall be called what? Wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. The kingdom, his kingdom shall be on his shoulder. So, counsel is a spirit. When someone is giving you counsel, you are actually receiving an impartation of spirit. You are what? I don't know if I'm saying something here. So, when you come, I'm just using the marital counseling as an example. Just watch all the people who bypass the marriage counseling. Because marriage counsel is a principle instituted by God for the church. So, if you belong to this, our church, and you go through what God, God's wisdom has instituted, there is a blessing that comes for being obedient to the wisdom of God. And then there are consequences that also arise 
for being disobedient to the wisdom of God. You won't go to hell. But if you are here on earth, you will know that some things work and some things don't work. Are you here? So, when, if I am doing, look at me and my wife, we've married for, this year will be 12 years. The 12 years. Yeah, I think 12 years, yeah. So, and I've not raised my voice one day. No slap, no insult, no, all those insinuations that you say somebody is stupid in a nice English. I don't have time. Yes. She doesn't, it's erotic. She's the definition of peace. Myself, I think I'm also not. But just watch this. <laughs> my father married four women. My wife, his mother is not the only woman his dad stayed with. So, but his, my, his dad married better than my dad. He's, he's maritally, is more honorable than my father because he's married, very correct man. He lives where he lives. Wonderful. So he even had a certain measure of staying with family. Me, I didn't stay with family. Just from the bush to the gutter to the street to the all the foolish places. But it is when I came to stay with a few families that I had opportunity to stay with, I believe that when I saw what was there entered me. But most prominent amongst them all is when I stayed with my pastor. My pastor has married, I think last two years he was here, for the, uh, 30, he married in 1985 or, yeah, 1985, so you can imagine. Hey, Charlie, so this is like 36 years. So, when I stayed with him, the thing just entered me. The thing what? And boy, my, my pastor knows how to marry. The wife knows how to marry. So, it is, and the wife will be talking to me, my pastor will be talking to me. When I saw the woman that I wanted to marry, I didn't go to propose to the woman, no. I didn't even look there. I just went to sit with my pastor. I've seen one girl like that. What do you think? This, 12 years ago. Are you here? What do you think? He said, which girl is that? I I showed him the girl. I said, in my mind, use this your eye that has helped you to marry for long. To look at it, you go, if you were about to marry again, I don't think you would make a mistake. He said, the girl is fine, no. To me, that was the, that was the voice of God in my head. That, that my, my pastor said, this God has spoken. What are you talking? I went, that one now, I started devising the strategy, all the traps, all the... Oh, man. <laughs> Some people don't see that the voice of certain men and women God has given to you is a channel of God's voice to them. I'm, I'm preaching, I'm going on. So when you are sitting, so some people just absent themselves in the counseling session. Anyhow, anyhow, I'm saying that. You see, you are not going through lessons. We can give you the book. You can read the book and you'll still be the same. 
the letter is different from the spirit. So when somebody is telling you that, oh, in marriage, you know, you don't raise your voice. You see, when you read in a book that you don't raise your voice when you are not happy in marriage. And when someone who doesn't raise the voice or who has raised voice before but doesn't raise again is telling you that it's not correct to raise your voice in marriage. The one who said to you and the one you read in the book, it doesn't matter who wrote the book. If you are sitting before a human being and he's telling you, something will enter you. And that one has a higher propensity of making you deviate from error than reading multiples of books. That's why most people who are in marriage troubles have also read trying to read their way out. But they are still stuck in there. Until somebody who carries grace will just counsel them and they will come out of that trouble. Are you here at all? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you sure you are here? Are you sure you are here? It's a counsel. So the guy said, let's go into the city. If we go into the city, we go into the city, we will will find the prophet. And he followed the counsel. They went, and oh boy, he was anointed. That means that in this church, for instance, there is a way that someone can sit you down to make you miss the anointing. And there's a way that somebody can make you sit down to enter the realm of the anointing because people know what to do to walk in the anointing. If it's business, people know what to do to walk in the anointing for business, for marriage, anointing for relationships. That's why if you are talking to somebody who is a failure before, you have to check their spirit first. Because sometimes the failure poisons them so much that they also try to poison every other person. But sometimes, people suffer a certain thing and it helps them to offer better. Like Joyce Mayer. She can just offer you some very good counsel on relationship. If you are bitter at your father, mother, blah, blah, blah. Based on what she suffered, she can be a blessing unto you. Why? Because her own spirit is clean now. So, Counsel is important. Some people don't. I'm praying. I'm fasting. Who are you to talk to me? Man, watch it. Watch it. Most of the time you see in the Bible that somebody will go and fast. And after the fasting, God will tell them that go and see so so and so person. Two of us. God will just direct them. Go and see. Apostle Paul, then Saul of Tarsus. He was praying, 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 God, come and touch me. God said, hold on. Touching you means I'm sending an announce to you. How can you even walk in the anointing when you don't believe in the counsel God sends to you? And every time when we meet as brethren, the word you receive is a counsel from God. We call it the total counsel of God. Praise the Lord. So, so you see that sometimes it will hit you in the wrong place. And then you will be angry. Feeling like somebody has discussed your matter with pastor. 
Me that is coming from a deep hole. I have time to be discussing your matter with, with somebody. And then I came to church. And ignored all the hundreds of people here. To just address you one single infinitesimal element. In our midst here. Just address you at the expense of all the other people here. What a shame of a pastor. But God is just speaking to you to make you align. Is God talking to somebody? Because God is not comfortable putting his anointing on just anybody. If your head cannot be corrected, your spirit cannot be endowed. And counsel is supposed to fine tune for you what you have not been able to clarify on your own. And sometimes you think you are seeing so clearly and you are the blindest of all people until the counselor arrives. May God have mercy upon us. I said, may the Lord have mercy upon us. Sometimes the counsel is with the servant. But you are the leader. Counsel. So you see that when people are in church, I was just talking to somebody yesterday. I said that some people can follow a man of God when it's time for them to really catch the anointing. They miss it. And two things, just go, 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 go. Two things make people lose the anointing, especially people in church, especially people in leadership. One is ambition. Two is offense. And I think ambition even makes people lose the anointing more than offense. Hey. You can be here and see the way we do church. And then we give you opportunity. You rise and then you begin to feel like. You see, it's not like you sat down to say, me, no, I'm leaving the church. No. By virtue of the platform itself, things will be working. Things will be happening. And then you feel like. It's like God is really leading me. It's, it's like it's like it's an ambition. When God wants you to go and do something, He will speak to you in clear, unambiguous terms. It's not like libi libi laba laba said blah blah blah. When God told me to start the kipesa, five years I say it again. Five years. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, yeah. Say it again. God said it first. Year, I said, repeat. I don't think it's you. He said it again. I said, repeat. Oh, repeat. The last one he said it, I said I was in Taunton Heath. I was about to take a bus. The bus left me. I heard like somebody said, Francis. You see the way the bus left? If you go to Ghana, you don't sort this and I will leave you. I watch my back. Nobody is. I said, Chai. When I went, I said, The play is over. And it is not something that you want to start a church. A prophet will come and prophesy to you, somebody to confirm to you. No. When God is giving you vision, you don't start something by ambition, you start by vision. Vision is from God. Vision will come from God to you. You will know when God has spoken to you. And even if nobody else confirms to you, you will know that God has spoken to you. 
I didn't, I didn't need confirmation from anybody. But when I went to my pastor, they said, yeah, God has already been spoken to us in Pope. But when you have ambition, then you will be forced. There's a way you, you cast a communication to receive encouragement to start what you are trying to start in the name of God. Be careful. Though. You see that you are there and ambition is telling you that if you left this church and went to maybe one big church like that to sing with this your gift. It's an ambition. It's not like God himself is leading you there. You have become ambitious that maybe if you release a single in a bigger church and the way they sing, you know, even if you were just a BV there, you go further than being a leader. Watch it. Just what? By the time you leave, you see that the anointing that must come upon Judas has been spread over other people. Another will take your place. And, and when you go, it is just suicide on Kwan. We say one minute to be on a suicide name. Yes. One minute to be on a suicide name. Some people have ambition. I want to start my church. Um, I think my time here is over. You think. You want to think that your time here is over. So, you, you see that ambition has entered because he just wants to be something somewhere. But you will miss the anointing. You will miss what? You just miss it. And he has missed it. <laughs> oh boy, I didn't miss it. Look at all this season, the anointing we have been batting. He's missed it. One lady who left, he called me, he said, Daddy, I'm missing this thing to me. Why can't you forgive me? I said, it's not me. Oh. That God said that you are no longer part of this thing. Find your way there. Because you wanted to go. When she was here, she used to run and go and sing somewhere. But now, no, we say, go fully. <laughs> he said, go fully. It's like a, a husband who said, we are made child, we are made child, we are made child. Tambia now threaten a wife. No, you're a child. And now I am with Jano. When Jano born one, I feel that we are a child. No, I'm 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 a child. No, so was shifting yana na bra bo ne ba nipem un say what un say nipeni so what was that lady even doing with you in the first place to our threaten we are a we are a country out in there pastor miss me enjoy no we to be comfort to be threaten our threaten pastor pastor we are a jail sorry i show <laughs> you are missing the anointing. You will, oh my God. I pray that God will give you mercy. May the Lord anoint you by counsel. Counsel. Ambition. That's for offense. The church has preached about offense. About real deal. It's 
Ahimas, you don't have a message. Today you are not. He said, for where? This, this platform, today, no, it can be any other. No, today that they killed Absalom. No. I'm saying that opportunity can create a negative ambition for you. And it can destroy your life. This is preaching I'm preaching. It's a major counselor. It's a, but people will not know. It's a major counsel. So, he just ran without any message when he went. They asked him, why did you run? He said, okay, what is happening there? He said, I, I heard that. I said, okay, we are looking for somebody who can tell us a message from Captain Joab about whatever is happening there. Just say, he ran and outran the person who was sent. Ambitious people to the way they can run fast. Without content. You see that? You are, it's like you are running with a pregnant woman. Because you are light and you are carrying nothing. You can run and out to run. Yeah. But you are still carrying nothing. And if you are first, nobody will clap for you. But when that pregnant person carrying something crosses the line, what an applause. Because that's a vision. It's incubated and it will come out. So, ambition. People, ambitious. Ambition. And sometimes the best thing God can do for you is to just send somebody away who will give you good counsel so that you will enter into the anointing. You need an anointing to govern in your office. Oh, anything you want to do. There's nothing new under the sun. And mostly when people are ambitious, they think it's a new thing. When you are ambitious, you feel like you are special and you are doing something special. When I sing, you know, you see that the people like, it's like something, I carry something. My friend, sit down there. When you sing, (laughs) you were not here long time ago. Church was still on when you were not singing. Now when you sing, this anointing now with our own eyes we saw coming upon you. It's going to define us when you sing. Anointing now we saw coming upon you. Oh, man. <laughs> anointing that we saw. Come, oh, It's like a mother seeing the daughter saying that don't talk my mother. This child that was on your lap. Oh, leave this mother. <laughs> I don't know if I'm teaching this one. What am I doing? Am I singing or I'm dancing here? Sometimes you want to marry somebody, you want to have a business partner, you need a counsel. You want to enter into a certain area. There are people who have oil for what you want to do. Yeah. People have oil there. Yeah. If you look at somebody like Lady K, Lady K, wave your hands. In Ecobank, she has always been like an executive secretary to the top management. Is that also? Yeah. That's like, it's not a downline secretary. It's like, if, if you ever were going for an interview for an executive secretary administrator, kind of something, you, you try and see as a, this thing with my okra mouth. How do we because the top, you know, they are not interested with, in bringing everybody around. 
it is not your school that will make them bring you around. It, they have, they, and she will play the roles of many people when they are not there. Because it doesn't take an affair, it doesn't take your color, whose child you are, blah, blah. It's a particular grace that is upon Nehemiah to be serving the king's cup. And so he can, he can impart that counsel to you that, hey, cup, no, what do you call it? In some say, in some say, I know about how to what, and what's our angle away, if we are not sure, sir. And don't, don't just it's my time, it's my time, it's my time. Every time you will be wasted. You need counsel. You need counsel. Some of the people you feel are your mentors, you are mentoring yourself after. What you don't know is they are counselors who give them counsel to do the things they do. Hey, so if you yourself, you are an end to yourself, that's equal to failure. So counsel is what led this guy into the anointing. My bishop told me some th- something ago. He says that every person who would last in the anointing must understand the language of his body. He told me personally. And I've heard him say it in the pulpit a couple of times. Then one bishop in the, the late Idahosa's church, after doing a program with him, too much anointing, he said, I wish I was you. That I was, And he was already in his 60s or maybe 50s. He said, I wish I were you. He said, ah, I passed my prime. But you are young. He says that a willing spirit can do nothing. Uh, uh, um, oh my God. He says that what? Um, yeah, yeah. A willing spirit can do nothing in a, in a broken body. That's it. The spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak. He says that rest. This anointing that is on you. Many pastors would like to use you by rest. Because this life, the living doesn't celebrate the dead or the sick. My, my brain cleared. Because in that Nigeria, I'll just preach in the morning, in the evening, I'm on board a flight to another state. And sometimes do morning, the afternoon, just cross to another state and blah, blah, blah. I just sleep on flight. Power naps, power naps, power naps, and fire everywhere. I call it itinerary. The man just put one. So now instead of doing maybe 10 programs on a trip, I just take two weeks, do three, four. Three days, rest two days, do this one, do this one. After that, I come home. Whatever will happen, let it happen. Is the reason why I'm here. He has used the road before. And he has seen that. He said, as I'm talking to you now, I swallow pills. I didn't start like this. When I was in my heydays, everybody wanted me to speak. And I killed myself that way. And I've been taking pills for 30 years. I said, minus me. Minus me. That, that is the anointing was a counsel I received. Is the reason why I'm here. Are you here? Yeah. So, if you are a child of God, 
One of the spirits God wants to use is counsel to bring you into the anointing. That's why the counsel will be that go for evangelism. It's a counsel. Win a soul, disciple a soul. It's a counsel. Praise the Lord. Why is it a counsel? Because it makes you to look faithful in the sight of God. And with that faithfulness, then God can give you something that's valuable. That's the anointing. So you see that he was just telling Saul that, ah, but you know, you are going to take care of my sheep. That's the anointing is coming upon you to take care of my what? My sheep. So the counsel is that when you're, you are sent on errands, be happy. Be joyful. Just see ministry as a privilege. As what? <laughs> Yesterday, L.P. Rosalind was telling me, say that wherever he's coming from, he saw ministry as something that is for a selected few. Then he came here and he saw that if you are even selected, it's a privilege. That's, it's past the selected few to the fact that when you are selected, you must, don't count it as you are special. It's a privilege. I'm just saying, you see, sometimes ambition and all this lack of counsel will make you feel like, oh, um, you know, um, when we're doing it, it was working. You know, look at what's happening. We just shook ourselves small. The whole thing is just crumbling. It just makes you feel like you are indispensable. At least by Old Testament calculation, every one person has about 7,000 substitutes in the cave to replace this Elijah that is making muff muff. I'm the only one left. I'm the only one left. I've been fighting your battles alone. Nobody is going to say, shut up. Yeah. There are 7K. In the cave, who have not lifted their hands to Baal, not sworn to anybody, they are just there fresh like that. But even this one that you are making, next city, no? there's a boy farming there. He's just farming, or you know, you came, we don't even know your source, so we think they threw you from heaven to there. But I want to show you that I can use just a mere farm at that time to do more than you are doing here. Just say, go and substitute yourself. Don't you see that in football, sometimes some players will either get tired or get injured and they will signal the coach. He's changing himself. As you are doing, yeah, 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 you are already changing yourself. And sometimes God can change you long time and you are in the game. I don't know if I, am I preaching? God can, I've played football before. The coach will have his game plan and say that if you know football, you know they say that 60th minute. This, the game has not started from training. 60th minute, I will change you. You know, 15 minutes time, you will come. You know, it's not every change that is accidental or based on somebody's form. Sometimes the strategy is that before the match even starts, you have been changed. So as you are playing, you, know, you have already been substituted. Yeah, that's what happened to King Saul. This King Saul we are talking about. 
He misbehaved though and God said, I've rejected him. Samuel was praying. God asked Samuel, how long will you pray for this soul that I've rejected? Don't, I don't want to hear his name from your mouth to me. You can talk to other people, but not to me. Go and anoint David in his place. And when David was anointed, he didn't went, go to sit on the seat immediately. The man who had been rejected was still on ground. God kept him there. He had been changed long time. It took David like 12, 13 years to, to come on the throne. And this man had been rejected long time. He was still sitting on the throne. Same with Eli. Rejected long time. God was just waiting for Samuel to grow. When Samuel was ready, he said, come on, come on, die. Some of you will be singing and you have already been substituted. Long time. You are praying, you have been substituted. There are pastors pastoring who have been changed long time. Like you have been changed. You are on social media, you have hype, but you have been changed long time. Hey. One marriage issue I was dealing with, I was counseling, I said, so when did you Decide that you marry again. He said, Pastor, this is my wife. I divorced him. I divorced her two years ago. He gave me date. <laughs> date. I said, and you were still. He said, that is the time I do. All this time that I was here, I was just, I was just, we were just, I was just there. The wife's face. It's like, you divorced me two years ago and I'm not away. You're child with Give me You will be anointed in Jesus' name. That amen should be louder than it is. You will be anointed. Sometimes you feel so anointed that you don't feel like asking anybody anything. And it's the reason why you can't go to the next level of anointing. That anointing, look at how Benin is anointed. You don't think you should ask him. If you feel God has called you in that area. One thing you would do is to read his book to understand how to even walk in that anointing that he has been working in for that long. Are you here? I don't need it. I hear God. And when you are young, the wisdom of the old can become an asset to you. Even if they were failures. Sometimes they can become an asset to you. But I wouldn't say pride and arrogance. It's like you are carnal. See, carnality is what will make you think, okay, why is my mother talking to me like that? It's like my mother and Paul, what low cost has she got? If I want something, I'll talk to, I'd rather talk to a prophet than speak to my mother. That's why girls end up speaking to pedophiles. Rather, the information they were looking for was in their house, but they ended up speaking to somebody on the internet who ended up raping them, abusing them, blah, because the carnality makes you see asset far away when it is near. And it's like there's always like something deeper somewhere. That we should, are you, are you, is God talking to somebody here? Something deeper somewhere. 
Let me tell you, in this Accra, if God has called you to this church, in this Ghana, in this wherever, if God called you here, there is no anointing anywhere that you are looking for that God cannot give you here. It's not possible. So yeah, to me. I mean, and if you are here in this church, I'll say it, I'll say it Saturday, I'll say it Sunday. Don't watch this. Don't invite any member in this church to any prayer camp. We have a prayer camp here. Every Saturday is a prayer camp. What anyhow? spirit. Ama. You know, anointed And what papa? Sometimes when I hear some of the names, some counselors mention to me about supposed prophets they have encountered and sitting here knowing that they are fake, in my head I wonder. I just say, I say, that's why. I can understand why you are, why you are in that mess. Because you can't even differentiate between what is genuine and fake. And differentiating between what is genuine and fake does not come by moving from one prophetic meeting to another. It comes by sitting down. Sitting down in one place. You sit in genuineness. So when you see fake, they don't need to tell you. You just see that. Ah, no, this is not Gucci. It's like the spelling, everything is a bad thing. No, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not. Even perfume. When someone uses one that is not it, but has the name, it can smell similar. But you see that there might be maybe one small irritant somewhere. It's like. Uh, like a farm, but the original, but it smells like if you are far, it looks like it, but it's not it. Forget me not. <laughs> don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. And I'm crazy. Receive counsel in Jesus' name. The anointing you are looking for is in a council. Is in what? Is in what? Yeah. Yeah, ah, you have carried the whole church to court. <laughs> Who is your counselor? <laughs> to, to get what? <laughs> Jesus, may you annoy. May the whole so Worst case scenario. 
even if your slate was not paid. Worst case, they will just compound this somewhere, somewhere and pay. Nobody will go to jail. Worst case. What we, a bank crowd is net card. Worst case. Church will not collapse. You need counsel so that when you have a good case, you will not execute it in a wrong way. You, that is the counsel you need. It is counsel that makes a father protect the son. And when the son now grows, he feels like he can expose the father. That one is not counsel. That's just ambition. It's like you are doing something that nobody has done before. We, we are be a power. What did it? What did it? But well, Bible says wisdom is justified by her children. We are here. My father used to say, Ah well. Sometimes you win the battle and lose the war. So you may even win this battle. But this ministry, this ministry, anything that's a past question that you are trying to fail is a sign that you yourself, you are not deep. Sad way. May say Catholic. Catholic priests, they live every now and then. And with huh, CNN has done investigation into Vatican and come out with pedophiles, come out with this, da, da, da. Have you had one Catholic priest speaking in the media doing an expose about the Catholic organization? Oh, God will bless the Catholics. Only charismatics. Girl, I'm blogger there. Just want to do something. If you have a good case, just try your case. If you don't get tried, move on. Finish. Hey. Counsel there is very important. And there are many people around who can help you if you really want to be helped. To walk in the anointing. Because they don't work. God doesn't break his work to build his work. Especially his work that is working for him. No. What? Eli. God had rejected him long time. He's the one, in his rejection, he's the one who prayed for Hannah to give birth. He had been rejected though. And please, you have to know that some people can be rejected not for sinning directly. Like Eli, it is his children who misbehave, and God said, Because one tiam, no, and yamedent, may you wait. Yes. So sometimes when you see that a man has been rejected, but you have to even be careful how you address them because it is not like they have committed personal sin against God. Now you are there, now you are talking. You are talking. Recently, too, I saw one elderly man on social media talking about contradictions in the Bible. About God knowing the end from the beginning and all of that. And then blah, blah, blah. That is a bitter son of a pastor talking. 
There are pastors' children who are bitter about their past, their father's God, and sometimes when they grow, they can talk. But Christianity is not comedy. When you and wants to do a research, he said, "People who wrote the Bible, they are like you and I." Even songwriters, there's a songwriter and a songwriter, book writers. Even when they are looking, they look for the best of the best. People were inspired to write the Bible. You say they were like you and I. Hmm. You and I. Is there everyone who can do comedy? Somebody can have a lot of comic stories. Tell you a lot of common stories, but he cannot be funny. That person himself cannot be funny. Because he doesn't have it. But he can tell somebody who is funny. The funny person can go and make everybody laugh. He said, We are the same. It's like everyone can just wake up and say something. And if you are not careful, you will just follow anything that is said. It's not everyone who has gained something, who says something that you must follow. They don't know they are God. They shall watch this Bible. It is not this generation that started fighting this Bible. People have fought it. They have come and gone. Mysteriously, in the end, they will realize that when the Bible said, that there is judgment. Mysteriously, in the end, they will find out that Ampa, there's a judgment. Bible says that even the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. I'll tell you one last thing. <laughs> Can I? Are you sure? Counsel is the reason why we are working in the anointing. Counsel. You are going to divorce your wife. They are saying, Bema, change your ways. Say, no, 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 it's my wife. That is the problem. I, I know. Just you. I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to your wife. I'm talking to you that I can't give counsel to somebody who is absent, but you are here. Brother, change your way. If you can do this and that, you yourself will find peace. You know that sometimes when you have peace, you don't see the trouble of people around you. But when you yourself, you don't have peace, even calm people around you, they are trouble for you. You don't love yourself in the first place. So people must overlove you for you to settle down. No. People are trouble. But just some people they will cool down very soon. Are you here, please? I don't know. Is it boring that you came to church today? 
Where you are going, people have gone there before. Led by the Spirit. God can use their voice to lead you there. Just, just know that counsel is God's voice in the mouth of human beings. Some of those human beings, you may not even, you know, give them any kind of status in your life. But, man, God is speaking through them to you. To tell you, sister, this anointing that is coming for you for childbirth, don't be anxious. Just relax. Sister, just don't be anxious and tensious. Because the thing you know, is getting tensious. It's getting very, very, very tensious. It's getting what? Tensious. We are in the next 18 months. I'll call for a separation. It's getting tensious. Unza three It's getting very tensious. Tensious. See, sometimes when the miracle is very close, you need counsel not to enter into error. Just that's all you need. Just watch it. So that you can walk in the anointing. Are you here? Has God spoken to somebody here? You will not miss your way in the anointing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands. Bless the Lord. (laughs) You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.